Hey, everybody. Welcome. Uh, this is episode 116 of Franco's World. Today's guest, esteemed guest, my friend, Adam Christopher. Adam, how are you? Oh, I'm doing very well. Very excited to be here. Yeah, he was yeah. Uh, like he was begging for a glass of water coming up here. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, you know what I hate about your place? The stairs. Yeah. yeah. Pre-war building, stairs. no stairs. Yeah, I feel that. like whoever made up stairs should have thought of making the elevator first. Yeah, there's money to be made in the yeah. elevator business and they didn't do it. Yeah. They thought of stairs first. Like way you, more efficient way of travel. You dummies. <laughs> but it's uh, it's good to have Adam here. Adam, tell the people where they can follow you at. Oh, yeah. I'm on uh, Instagram. Adam Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> just, just just Adam Christopher. I mean, there's like three R's at the end. But yeah. like, you know, you just type in Adam Christopher. I he shows up. up. This face shows you'll, up. You'll see my dumb face. So I sent him a, I actually sent him a message uh, today. You know, we DM every now and again uh, on the late night. And. He's like, I don't do phones. What do you mean by that? Oh, it was just a bit. <laughs> here we go. Here we go again. With it the- was like, no, no. If you read like what I, I wrote to you, it's like uh, you gave me the number, and I was like, oh, I don't do like I don't yeah. do phones, bro. Yeah. And it's like, oh wait, I'm on a phone. Never mind, I do phones. It was, <laughs> that was like, <laughs> it's better when you say it out loud. Yeah. But it was like that sort of like the the dummy like being like. Like all like have they have their set of rules? Yeah. And then they're like, oh wait, no, I'm actually doing the thing that I said I don't do. Uh never mind. No, I'll do this. Like <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I like about Adam a lot. Adam's commitment to the bit, and I get to see it every day, but Adam's commitment to the bit and just like his off the wall creativity. It's like he's one of my favorite people to watch. So you definitely gotta follow him, check his stuff out. He's a good guy. One thing I like about you in particular is that you and I, two in the same in the sense that like we try to find the relation between philosophy and entertainment yeah. and how we can merge those two thoughts together to like better our lives. Yeah. Thing. What have you been? I think they're yeah. already are merged. It's like, it's like becoming aware of how they're merged. Yeah. Is like, uh, what we do this for. Like it's that, that ongoing discovery of that as well as like, this is the thing that you connect with and how you want to express yourself, mm-hmm. like, uh, which I think is really important. I think a lot of like the crazy shit that happens in the world is because people don't find the, like how they can express themselves and they go just like nuts and they just like do something really extreme and mm-hmm. like, uh, and they put themselves in very compromised positions. Like, uh, yeah, I think self-expression is like super important. Self-expression. That's yeah, big. Yeah. And, and you know, us as creative people, we're trying to find that outlet of like what that is, because I feel like there's something in all of our minds. It's like, okay, we have something we want to get out, but then we're also, because we're, you know, entertainers, we have that curse of like, how we're being perceived. And I keep talking about perception all the time because that's what the job is. Yeah. We're trying to be positively perceived by the audience. We're always, well, yeah, we're always playing with the perception of things. Right. And like most of the time we want to be perceived in a positive light because it just opens you up to the world. Like you're like, okay, this person's not a threat. Right. (laughs) This guy is chill to, to be in a thing. Absolutely. (laughs) We don't mind him. Yeah. 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 What, 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 what else should I say on that? Okay, I didn't know. I thought you were going to go off on like some tangent about. No, no, no. no. Yeah, I, I, I felt like within that moment, I said what I needed to, okay. to say. See, that. this is the thing you have to get with Adam. When he's done with something, he's done with something. I like that. <laughs> and uh, he's also a very caring guy. I don't, have you always been like a hugger? Is that like your thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it, it comes naturally. I mean, of course, I can sense if like someone like there's the body language of like yes. I don't want to be hugged. Or, yes. but it's mostly like people that I already know to a degree. I don't just start. Hand, like hugging random people right. like if it's like a a good friend that i haven't seen in a while it's like yeah you're most likely you get gonna a get hug. a hug but if i do get the sense of like no it's just pounds today yeah like that's fine yeah 
Well, I don't always, you know this, like I, I've seen it in a couple films or something. It's like, oh no, I'll get in here. I'm a hugger. It's all hugs here. Like yeah. I don't want to. I'm not. You don't want to be that person. guy. Yeah, I definitely don't want to be that the guy. Forcing the hug. I'm guy. already naturally close to being that guy. That yeah. if I like said it out loud in that way, it would just fucking. You're the be, wear my. I, hug I would at be guy. so annoyed at myself. That's like, you. You're yeah, the yeah. wear my hug at guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's you, man. But I still feel the vibes. If I if I if I'm not getting like a sort of like readiness, like slightly open position. Then I'm not going to go in for the hug. Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that's also part of like a problem with me. It's like body language is such a, I, like I read into it to like the 10th degree to where if it, like you're fine here, but it's like, say I'm talking to a, a fellow comic at a show or something like that. And they're giving me one of these. Yeah. 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 I'm like, Oh, I got to stop talking. Yeah. I have to stop dude, good read. Words. Good read. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell also just like by how they like, if their attention's like on you the whole time. Yeah then you're good. If, if you see them like fleeting, if they're like moving their head, <laughs> I, yeah. that's at least how fleeting. I read it. They're looking for an opportunity. Out yeah. 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 Oh, there's someone over there that I, there's something other than this going on yeah. over there that I, I can go to. I talked to that guy once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll go over there. Yeah. 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 That was, that's a big thing for me. And you can, you can really tell it when circles of people are together because everybody, yes. you have to look at the feet and everybody's feet are pointing like, in the thing and then yeah. if somebody maybe is like slightly has one foot this way one foot that way it's a whole thing oh right? my god it's it's, a, it's like thing. fun to read and then also sometimes people just uh do different like sometimes i'll do this and that's just because it's really com- across it, i'll cross my it's arms a, it's a self-hug it's, actually, it's comfortable like, it's comfortable and yeah. I, I feel like my arms are dangling so i'll do this every once in a while but then it also doesn't mean necessarily that i'm nervous mm-hmm. or i feel uncomfortable within the situation so that makes it like that adds another yes. degree of like the com- uh, complication of like reading someone's body language because you don't know if that's how they're feeling so that it's like you have to combine it with other things if they're doing this and they're like fleeting or they're shuffling it, yeah. it, it, then it's like okay there's a whole sentence happening right yes. here if it's just like one thing but they're like still like on you like it's like okay maybe they just want to fold their arms like. part of part of my problem has always sort of been like i know like what good and bad body language is so i always like to pre- present myself with positive body language and it gets me into trouble sometimes because i'll be talking to somebody i don't want to talk to for a while and they think i'm just like receiving yeah. everything yeah 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 and then i feel bad and it's like how do i get out of here yeah yeah, I most of the time end it like, hey, it was great seeing you, man. I got to catch up with this guy over here. Yeah, there was a conversation I was stuck in at a party once, and I just said, this is a really great interaction. I just want to sit down now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it made it weird for like like a few seconds, but they're like, oh, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, it was funny. I really, you kind of did that with us. So we were having this long philosophy discussion on the on the six train, or as I like to call yeah. it, the green beat. It's the yeah, green, green beat. beat. That's the green uh, beat. That's Max Spinelli coined that term. I'll get into it after. Okay, okay. But uh, the green beat. Um, and we were talking about every all of our beliefs and what philosophies we subscribe to. Yeah. And you go, this interaction has been great. Or like this conversation was really great. And you just cut it there. And I was like, okay, I think it's probably winding down. I was like, that sounds. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was. Thanks, Adam. We have five more stops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great conversation, man. Uh, yeah, that was a really great conversation. Yeah, sometimes in, in that sense, like it wasn't really like a, to conclude it. No, it's, it was like a, it's like when I get to a certain point of excitement over a conversation, it's like I need to like that's my way yeah. of taking a breath and being like, I really like what's what's happening yeah. right here. Yeah. This is this is really cool, and then like go back into it. But then it allows me to like just not get so uh, overwhelmed by the excitement, right? Because at that point, I think when I get overwhelmed 
in the conversation then i start just <laughs> saying stuff right to express my uh excitement but not necessarily like i just start talking out of my ass because it's like yeah. i'm just so excited to like be talking about these words right <laughs> like, yeah. you're just saying words uh, you know you're just saying words just to say them yeah i i like to say they're prosthetic yeah yeah, yeah, they're yeah exactly so like to keep it at a certain baseline of like, okay, cool. I really like what's happening here. Yeah. And I want to like keep the ball on this sort yeah. of, it's like me highlighting, like, I really enjoy this. Like, okay, cool. Let me like get back to it. It's also like, focused. it's also kind of weird when you could say like, when you're a guy sort of making friends with another guy, I find that it's like guys have that weird interaction. When you're talking to a girl, you can just say, you know, you're talking to a girl, you have your moves or whatever you go through with. When you're talking to a guy and you don't really know them and you're trying to like gain some sort of like, mutual understanding of like i'm into this i'm into this how can we be friends with that yeah yeah yeah. or like is this real or are we just like kind of like because a lot of puffing of chests when you're like yeah uh, with guy interactions yeah. which is like kind of annoying yes <laughs> so i mean luckily the one up, i don't the one think upsmanship I, yeah, yeah yeah the one upmanship and like I, I just want a good conversation yeah so it's, it's like, like it's not like uh, it becomes sometimes like a conversation that then just goes into like a bragging contest right like a very subtle kind of bragging contest. absolutely absolutely the fish always gets bigger and this guy's like oh you know i've done this spot oh i did this spot i'll I tell you what this one time in france yeah. I, and it's like okay dude <laughs> absolutely but uh, I want to get to the green beat thing. So the green beat. Oh, wait, wait. Before you get to that, yeah. I need to go back to uh, the, the body language thing. So I was doing a show once, and this guy was like this the whole time with his arms crossed. In the front row? In, the, in like the third row or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, looks like everyone's having a good time except for this guy. And then he's like, no, I'm actually having a great time. I'm just cold. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. And yes. like, that's why I'm wearing sleeves. Like, everyone else here is so cold. You've been here. Like, I just riffed on that Absolutely. for a bit. But like, just to go back to the point of like there's more to body language than just like yeah. that one thing that you see that you've been trained to be like oh that's that person being uncomfortable it's yes. like no that guy was actually just cold yeah but he was having fun i dated a girl for for the longest time that every time she'd get in my car it seemed like she would like sit like this and do one of these and i'm like do you even like want to be here right now she's yeah like, she's like yeah i'm just comfortable like this is how i sit yeah it's weird man yeah people are and weird. you have to like just take them for their word of that time like yeah. and then you know, over time, you'll see whether that person... And then over like, time, you're like, oh, she never loved me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, Green Beat. Pardon. Gr- Thank you beat. very much for the segue or for the detour. But. Green Beat. So uh, the other night after the show I did it, that covered, uh, all the, the whole gang was taking the six train. Uh, and I'm not a fan of the six. I prefer the Q, obviously. Q is great. Oh, my God. Dude, the Q is so good. You would take the Q after this? Yeah, All I'm right, down. Taking the cue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least a few stops. At least, and then yeah. this conversation has been great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one of those, and then I'll just sit in another seat. <laughs> <laughs> just if you just moved across from me, dude. You know, like my ego—not even ego, just like my like morale would just be like. Whoa, like oh my that. god, dude. Uh, I, yeah, I, I couldn't do that. To you. The, the <laughs> like, green I couldn't beat. do that to anyone. Like, so there's like an MTA cop, traffic cop, or somebody, and it's like, this is like twelve thirty. It's late. It's late. Show's over. It's late, and this police officer might maybe have some sort of facial deformity maybe he's got something going on and it's unique and it's not great yeah it's not it's not aesthetically pleasing i mean that with the utmost respect does he have like two faces one one smaller face it's just like quasimodo something going on and you know I'm trying to focus, but we got the watch thing going. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, uh, no. I, I actually just put on Do Not Disturb because I just great. got a few uh, texts. That's so kind of you. That. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of you. Um, and uh, so you have this deformed police yeah, officer, yeah. and 
you know, I'm like, you know, it's probably good that they put him on like the night shift down here, like underground, hide him from the public. Yeah. And Spinelli away goes, from the bell tower. Exactly. It? And then Spinelli's like, yeah, they made him walk the green beat. Like, you know, cops walk a beat. Yeah. Okay. They, cool. they put him on the green beat. Oh, dude. That's... So now the six train or four, five and six are all green. Right. And that's also why we do this, man. The excitement of like morphing the language yeah like the green beat is it just sounds really cool i ran that by two more it sounds like something from like the 60s like that like uh like hipsters from the 60s beatniks would like say something like that yeah i'm taking the green beat yeah you put that in a poem or something like yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) taking the green beat man have you always been like a noir it sounds like a noir like detectives are like yeah i'm like working the green beat I'm like yeah. Serpico or something yeah, like that. Dude. The only thing I drink is gray coffee and I eat cigarettes and that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I have a gun. Yeah. Um, the the thing I'm curious about, because you're such an interesting mind, when did you, because you know this about yourself, you know you think differently than most people. Yeah, yeah. When did you gain that consciousness of, I think, on not even I think better than somebody. No, but, no, no, no. It's but not that, that you think differently than other people. It's so crazy how that easily happens yes. to anyone that gets like that sort of compliment or like, uh, yeah. like uh, uh, where someone points out something in you and you're like, oh, yeah, I am like that. Yeah. That's great. Like, I'm, that's what makes me better than other people. It's like, no, dude, that's what's so fascinating about other people is like uh, we all think so different. And like once you become aware of how different you think, it's like then you start like providing it like a, a function with, yeah. within like social dynamics and stuff that becomes exciting. Right. And uh, so when did I find this out for myself? Well, I mean, I was always like a, a weirdo. Absolutely. Like, like I, since absolutely. school. Like, I mean, but I always also made like uh, the other kids laugh. Yeah. And it was also never in a way that was mean. And, like, I was definitely a class clown, Mm -hmm. but I was, like, a quiet class clown. I didn't do the thing that, like, disrupted the class. I did the thing that, like, was, like, the slow build. Like, once, like, more people start finding out, like, what just happened, like, it would just... Or, like, like I had a substitute teacher one time. I I thought this was clever, but I put my name as (laughs) Spider-Man. And she had this, like, heavy African accent. (laughs) And she was, like, (laughs) Spider-Man. I was, like, who is is this Spider-Man? And, like, the whole class was just laughing. And I just wrote Spider-Man. And it was, like... With your accent, I think it'd be funny if you said Spider Man, and like, That's so great. I just wrote that, and then like, I was, I raised my hand. It was like this very, uh, it got a big pop of laughter, and it was a very like fun, awkward moment. Because then so like, great. she had, didn't have a problem with me, but she was just giving me shit for doing that. But yeah. it was like, it, I wasn't like in trouble or anything. It was just kind of like a play on like the opportunity of a substitute teacher That's great. with a funny accent for this this title, like right. Spider Man, right. Spider Man, like Sp- hearing that, Spider Man, yeah, yeah, sorry. Did you like, so you're talking about how you had these slow burn things. Were you doing all out bits like in class? Or like- Yeah, I mean, I wasn't conscious that they were bits, but mm-hmm. it was always like for my own amusement. Mm-hmm. But for the, my own amusement to see if I can get people to laugh. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not just like, <laughs> I'm like sitting in the back, like, Maniacally yeah, laughing. yeah, like I made myself laugh and no one else. Yes. Like, yeah. I, uh, I I definitely can relate to that as a, as a kid and everything. Like it was never... Like, oh, I'll do this because I think it's funny. I'll do this because I think it's funny, but I also want it to get. You want that. a certain set of eyes to see this yeah. thing and appreciate this thing, which is like, yeah. Oh, dude, sometimes even at like uh, open mics or like there will be like just if I see a few comedians that I really love, like, yeah. it's going to be like my performance is going to be kind of geared to them or yeah. like like just because I love their laughter. And like also that sort of return of like they've made me laugh so much. And yeah. it's like if I can get you guys to laugh. This is so exciting. I did this one time where like Jill Wiener was like a uh, great comedian, by mm-hmm. the way. 
uh, she was in the audience and I haven't seen her in like maybe two years or something. And she always made me laugh. Yeah. And uh, I was at the comedy shop actually. And then I was like, uh, by the way, this set is uh, dedicated to Jill Wiener and Jill Wiener only. I don't give a fuck if any of you laugh. <laughs> and then I just did my set. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, man. I, um, yeah, going back to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no truly. <laughs> Um, I just always was, a. I too was always a creative person and always thought differently. Um, were you part of like, uh, like, like any sort of click? Um, like elementary school, like I was always goofy. Maybe like more so high school. High like school. That's like, or like middle school to high school. Middle school, that, middle like, school. Oh my gosh. Middle school is when I became like obsessed with comedy because Ooh, cool so it's like elementary school. Yes. I'd watch SNL. Yes. I'd watch all the tonight show and stuff like that. Middle school. I got cable in my room and i got to watch comedy central every night oh man the 30 minute stand-up showcases yes. uh, uh what's that like the daily show was yeah. also really good yeah. at that time i watched a lot of tosh um yeah yeah, yeah. He, he was good for a bit for sure for a bit. like yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then it's like oh it's the same thing yeah, yeah. um but and then uh, it's like oh now you're kind of mean it's yeah. like like you start realizing he's like always oh, punching down it's like ah. it's like constant punch but he does that he's he made me laugh a few he times. did I, I will and uh well we were also his target audience middle school boys but, um, you know, I, our, our crew that I hung out with in middle school, and then I'll get into high school here in a minute, but the middle school crew, we would watch SNL like we were scouting a football team. You know what I mean? That's so cool. And we That's would, fun. That's and we so would fun. get together Monday morning at lunch at the round table. What'd you like in this sketch? What'd you like in that sketch? And I swear to God, all of my friends are funnier than me. Uh, the non-comics are always funny. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. The non-comic funny people, because they are like... Now- Especially at that time, there's so many of my friends at that time, too, that like they were so much funnier than I You're was. You're right, because well, like, we, us as comics, were constantly thinking about like, well, like now I have to, like, what about this? Do I turn it into something? They're just doing it. Yeah, They're yeah, yeah. They're yeah. just doing it. Yeah. Um, high school, that's when I uh, was like, I guess I would be considered part of the cool, you know, people liked me. I was really nice. Uh, I am nice. I don't know why I say I was really nice. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just, uh, was always goofy. You've been hardened by the city now. No, I'm, <laughs> ar- I'm already tough. Uh, yeah. I've already like become some military. I talked about it last week, militaristic dating where I just have my guard up constantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is, bro. Everybody- That's the thing. You never show who you are. No. When you're on a date. No. Never show who you are. No, it's like it's, always reveal it way too late. It's all defense. Like everybody <laughs> And then just- make everyone sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like playing defense. It's like, what? What can I do in my dating life that will inevitably make me sad because I want to be sad so I have an excuse to listen to sad records in my room? That's really what it's about. Of course, you don't have to relate. You're in a great relationship. Yeah. Very funny comic. She's great. I'll have to get her on if she's ever interested. Oh, I really yeah, yeah, do like yeah. Her oh, stuff. She's good, She's man. so funny. She's oh, good. my God. How'd that gig go the other night? Uh, what gig? She uh, had a show the other night during the hurricane or whatever. Oh, in Hoboken. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. She uh, killed it. Word it, up. it was, uh, I mean, it was a great night overall. Like the, the show was uh, really good. Um, but yeah, it, it was so wild to just know that New Jersey was drowning. Yeah. And then like, yeah, be at a, it was like also a pretty full house. It was yeah. like, the, it was a bar show, but it wasn't, there was like a separate room. Mm-hmm. So there was like, I feel like about 30 to 40 people. It was a good, it was like a packed room yeah. too. And it wasn't just like in the bar area where you have people like trying to watch a game or something yeah. and drinking their beers. It was like a dedicated room. Comedy room. Yeah, Love yeah. that. Like, so, uh, like the shop. Like comedy shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Love that. Love yeah. that place. That's, uh-huh. Um, it's so funny. I was, I did the mic at DTUT, like right down the block. Oh yeah, man. And like, 
I got the warning for the. Oh tornado. yeah, you you got soaked. Were you I got like, soaked. Oh my god! I got the warning for the tornado, and in the middle of the show, I run to Key Food, get groceries, run them up here, then run back down to DTUT, change clothes, obviously because I'm soaked. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like I'm like, are we just all stuck in DTUT like forever? Like, do we live here now, bro? <laughs> you say that? No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was like really like the place was leaking. I felt bad for the guy, but uh, it's so funny. So your girlfriend, um, really, really funny comic. Uh, the first that was like the first person I saw when I moved here. Like, really? Oh, what a great like, first performance f- and maybe intimidating. <laughs> well, no, the first mic I went to like as a resident of the city. Not yeah. not like I mean I've been to mics up here, but like I live here now and it's different. Yeah, I hit reset on my comedy career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She did the Donkey Cinderella. Character. Oh my god, that was the first. Oh my god, that was the you first saw one that? I saw. Oh my god, dude. But it was so I laughed so hard funny, at that man. too. Oh my god, dude. Literally one of the funniest things I've seen since I've been up here. From the jump, too. Once you heard the name Donkey Cinder, like the whole room was, was already it, laughing. She stole uh, something out of your shirt or something. Oh like my that. god, she like she's a pocket thief. Yeah, because <laughs> I didn't know you guys. I didn't know. I didn't know you guys were dating. I was like, okay, who's this next comic? And I was like, she just took something out of this guy's yeah. shirt, and then she just. Oh man, it was killer. It was killer. It was. Oh my god. And that was the first, she never told me about it either, which is like such an awesome surprise. Like just to hear Donkey Syndrome, because I know, I knew that she was next. Yes. And then I hear, all right, coming up to the stage, Donkey Cinderella. And then I hear, like, Matt Bowman starts laughing. Yes. And then the whole room just starts laughing <laughs> from the name. And then she comes up with her, like, hat get up and, like, shorts. Oh, my like, God. It's so good. Oh, I don't want to ruin the bit for everybody in case she does it again. But, like, there's so much good stuff. There's so much good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even want to say anything Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. Yeah, Tell yeah, the people just... where to follow the, her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mia Faith Hammond. Mia Faith Hammond. Just look that up on Instagram. She's so funny. Killer. I'm all, I'm a huge fan of her. Let's let's get to you as a let's get to you as a high schooler. Were you always interested in comedy then? We got to me as a high schooler. College, I was college no man. I, I really loved music when I was a kid. I, I started playing the drums in middle school. And uh, middle school is very formative, but it's almost subconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's subconsciously formative. You get to be the best version of a kid. Yeah. And in high school, you start like, oh, I'm starting to like morph into an adult now. Let mm-hmm. me start being a dick or yes. like, let me, or like, I'm more scared of the world. Like I'm heading out now. I'm yes. becoming older and I still hate the world and I'm so scared. It's like yes. these two extremes are like battling in you. I always thought middle school was like the most interesting time. I, to me, uh, it was I definitely funniest, had more fun. I think it was the funniest time. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's when I got like, uh, it was my time. So it was like, uh, I got like uh, CD albums of like, uh, Chris Rock. Nice. I got like uh, Adam Sandler, like nice. Eddie Murphy. Nice. And uh, just listening to that and like MP3s were just coming out at that time. So it's like, oh, I just downloaded like this new bit from Chris Rock. Yeah. It was like the, the car that can only make lefts. Yeah. He's like trying to take out as much as possible from the car to make it as cheap as possible. Yes. And he's like, what about if you took <laughs> took out the right blinker? I only need to make <laughs> lefts. <laughs> I love that, man. I, um, uh... I'd say for me, like the early stand-up specials that like really got me into it, man, were like Patrice O'Neill's Elephant in the Room. And I think I told you about, I don't know if you'd seen it yet, but Patrice O'Neill's Elephant in the Room, um, Chappelle's Killing Them Softly. <sighs> Killing Them Softly so good. I still, I've only seen one special from Patrice O'Neill, so sorry if I didn't like yeah. jump at the, I, I just haven't seen yeah, it yet. That's okay. I saw his like 30-minute special on HBO. Really yeah. funny. He's, he's great, especially with, um, I just hear a lot about how he thinks. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm like. I'm sharing some of these uh, ideas. It is. Like it, a, do, it does. It's almost like reaffirms your thoughts when you hear a comic you admire say something, and you're like, "I also think that." Yeah, dude, it feels so good. 
Like, I don't think like, oh, that guy took that bit and now I can never do it. I'm like, okay, I'm on the right, I'm on the right path. Yeah. And it's also a marker that you're thinking for yourself. Yeah. You're not just like watching so many things and being like, oh, no, no, this is how I want to think. It's like, you're doing it on your own. Mm -hmm. You, 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 you come to a certain conclusion from the time of your experience and then you, you're like, okay, for now, this is the theory or my approach towards the thing. Yes. And then you, within your research, you're like, oh my God, you stumble upon like, that's just what I thought like the other day or like, yes. uh, I've been forming this idea and you just like said it the best way. And like yeah. that, that's like such an amazing thing. Also reaffirming flip side to that when I'm thinking about a bit and I hear a, a fellow micer do it and it doesn't work. I'm like, thank God I did not say oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally or like, thank like... God. Cause my, my perspective on this same topic is yeah. way different mm -hmm. and uh, I'm going to like try it out. But like, when it like it's so close to what you were thinking yeah. and then it just bombed. I had like, three minutes on Dwayne Reed. Somebody did something eerily similar. And I was like, thank Christ. I did not say this. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, not good. I needed that. But you know, like if you still feel inclined to say it, cause like maybe just how you say it will be like a different experience, you know, you never know. But like, it sounded pretty mostly. similar to what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm just going to put it out there. You know, you I'll, try so doing I will it with admit. like a gruff voice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Have you tried sounding like Grover from Sesame? Yeah, Street? yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what it was missing. So when did you sort of figure out on your journey? We've already talked about how you've been a creative thinker, and it sounds like we've always been a free thinker, and all both of us have always like thought differently, and we sort of gained that consciousness. I'd say in high school that we thought differently. Maybe a little bit sooner, but for me, high school was when I'm like, I feel like I don't think the same way this guy thinks. Yeah. Or just because of my actions, you know. I also yeah. went to a really country high school, so. Yeah, I mean, that would make it become more uh, yeah. clear very quickly in a country. Yeah. In New York, it's kind of like, no, we're all kind of uh, very different. I and... didn't know that if you were born and raised in New York. I was yeah, going to yeah. ask that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Born and raised in New York. Cool. Lived in Florida for a couple years. Oh, cool. Um, but then, yeah, uh, spent yeah most of my life here. So when did you, as cliche as it sounds, when did you get the comedy bug, so to speak, and you're like, I want to do this? It's so weird. I never connected the... I, with how I was raised, like a part of why, I mean, I just love music already, but like a part yeah. of why I wanted to pursue music was like, there was something impressive that I could impress my, my parents with, even though they both suck, mm -hmm. but it was like, and then it was, there was something shameful of admitting, um, I mean, not something shameful. I was, no. I, I, every time I was silly, a lot of times, like my, my mom would make me feel like awkward about yeah. it. Uh, especially like, uh, I mean, when Jim Carrey came out. I, it was at a time when I was a kid that I was like, oh, all these wacky faces. I, I love this. Yeah. And like this exaggerated way of, yeah. of being, I, I didn't like mimic him completely, but like, I was definitely like, oh wow, he's having so much, I want to do yeah, this. But then every time I fun. like did something eccentric, um, in my own way, it would be kind of like, uh, made to feel, I would made to feel like embarrassed or right. however my body or, or mind interpreted, I felt embarrassed. Okay. And, uh, that was coming from outside forces. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. for sure. And, uh, so there was always, I had a shame to admit that I, I, I am just a silly guy. Yeah. And I, I want to do silly things on stage. Yeah. Cause I think we can have some fun yeah. <laughs> like, and I can also express my, my wackiness. Like, yeah. Um, so I, I spent a lot of time in music. I, I like started playing the drums and then like in high school and so on, like I dropped out of high school and I was like, I just want to make music. So no I, I got into like music production. Wow. I made like instrumental like uh, beats and yeah. like, electronica type music, mm -hmm. like some house beats, hip hop and Love stuff. Love house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. 
Um, and uh, I was doing that for a while, and I made like like three albums or so. And I, I, I they're on Spotify if you want to check them out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Axton Frick, A X T O N F R I C K. Just to that's super cool. I'll definitely listen to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Holy moly, yeah, yeah. house music, yeah. Uh, some housey tracks, but it's kind of like uh, there, there's like it's like lo-fi electronic, but uh-huh. there's some like elements uh-huh. of that where it's like sample based, and some will be like more like hip hop. Lo-fi, you have like, like uh, definitely guitar some Dilla in the background. Feel. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, just like sort of like uh, I'm into like audio degradation, where it's like uh, like the way a, ta- a tape like cassette tape sounds like when yeah. you listen to it, there's like this, this, this sort of like, yeah. yep. kind of like the white noise or something or pink noise or something. Yes. And, uh, I'm like into music that sounds like that. So wow. like, uh, there's like some sort of, uh, like, so I'll do some like house type of music, some hip hop sounding stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. So just a mix of stuff, just whatever I was into that was like uh, electronic type music. Um, so I did that for a while and I, I, as much as I enjoyed making them, I still didn't really feel like I was, uh, like when I did shows, for example, with music, I, I just would be doing bits all the time like, right? in between. And, uh, so you were riffing on stage yeah, as yeah, a yeah. musician. Yeah. Really cool. And for electronic, like I would just say stuff on the mic or like, uh, so any sort of Reggie Watts influence? No, I found him out like way later. And uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, cool!" But he's yeah. already doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, so never mind. But he, he's so great. I yeah. love Reggie Watts, man. Yeah, he's man. So goddamn funny. Definitely an influence too. But influence in the sense of like uh, the way he does things is really like fun and like absurd and yeah. like. Um, I am that too naturally. Yeah. And so, like finding that like kind of a, uh, uh, style, I'm like, oh man, I- I've been doing this like my whole life, but like doing it really shy and like only to like a few people that are uh my friends and never repeat it like i I would never repeat a bit because i would be like so scared that i would never be able to like say it the same way right and like that crushing uh feeling of like not getting the same hit as the first time i mean now i don't give a fuck like i've come to this conclusion like it actually doesn't fucking matter like yeah run the material into just run the material (laughs) yeah run the material into the ground or like do something else that's so different that like uh, it, you're scared of it and like uh do you yeah. find yourself ever getting we talked about this and i really appreciate you telling me that i'm halfway there on things because i've always had that notion that it's a all the way switch but when when us on our journey where we're trying to find balance it's like well if you're negative you're only halfway to yeah balance. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and so for me you know i had that like nine minute set and i'd never done nine minutes before and that was on saturday and oh it went, how exciting and it went really well yeah and, and like i was just telling myself because i have to say things out loud for me to like get them so i was like i'm turning this nervous i hope i do well energy into into positive anxiousness of i can't wait to do well yeah and then, yeah, I, yeah, and then yeah. I went up there and just great great body language you know from the jump yeah it's good Oh man, that's so exciting. And yeah, yeah, to not focus on the time that you're like, I didn't focus on the time. Good. No, because like when it, it, it can be intimidating, like, uh, I tripped myself up one time and you're like, oh, you'll do 15. And I'm like, 15. What? I don't know if I even have 10. And it's like, yeah, then I, I like I didn't have a bad set, but it wasn't like as good because I was like focused on like, am I feeling the time? What's the next bit? Is yes. this bit like long yes. enough? Yeah, it's like what you're you're spoiling your whole experience. 
it's funny. It's like it's like the same as like uh, I can't wait to do well. Shared with like I can't wait to have fun and share that fun like on stage. Right. Like it's like along the same lines. Like and yeah, like don't step on your like and, and it's fun to catch yourself later. I mean, it's frustrating as well, but it's like like you 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 know exactly where you went quote unquote wrong. You know, like, ah, fuck, I focused on the wrong thing. Yes. And it's so easy for that to, like, slip in. Or, like, oh, I missed a tag on a joke. No, fucking move on. It's fine. Like, don't focus on that because now you're taking away from the next bit in this continuous experience of this window of time that is your set. And you always think you're lagging behind. And you're, like, and then it, like, kind of gets you off balance of, like, am I saying even this right? Yeah. It's, like, yeah. And, you know, more or less, the audience, I know for me, I'm not looking for the, the comedian to like, oh, well, you, you didn't do another tag for that joke. It's like, <laughs> did this guy make me laugh? I don't give a fuck about your clever writing, dude. <laughs> like, I mean, that's that's on you. If you want to be clever and do writing like that, that's on you. I'm not like waiting for a callback. I'm not waiting yes. for like, oh, what's the third? Oh, man, he hit it with two. Let's hear the third <laughs> tagline. It's like, nah, dude, like. You don't have it just move on like treat it just like yeah. just part of the fun like yes because there's a there's a fairly like medium-sized joke that i do and there's like two longish tags that i have but then if i get bored of saying the joke i just say the first part and I, it's easy for me to like just move on and yeah it's like they don't fucking know that there's like another tag to like, they don't know anything yes. like they only know whether you're having a good time or not <laughs> and like yeah if you're connecting with the audience, that's that's what they know. It's yes. like they can feel if you're connecting. Like, Man. yeah, that's uh, that's so great. That's so great to hear, and it also gives me like positive reinforcement that just doubles down in my mind that I did do the right things for my for my. Anything that you do on stage is the right. I think Maria Banford said something like that. Wow. Anything you do on stage is stand up. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Anything you do which on stage- I'm like that alleviated so much stress, like hearing that because I'm like that's how I felt. <laughs> like, yeah. Just hearing that, I'm like, yeah, no, it is. Sometimes it's not going to be, uh, like so funny but in that moment that's like the learning point of like oh okay like you, you kind of assess like what you right. did and you're like i know why this didn't work for whatever reason but i'm glad that i experimented by doing this yeah. because now i know how this feels like and i don't mind revisiting there because i'm a little bit more aware this time yes like, it's so funny because you know i wasn't like my thoughts when i went up there wasn't even like you know okay i have to fill all this time it was just like all right get the mic out clean and i didn't but then I said, you know, they say the first thing is like, get the mic out clean. And I, here I am because the cord got wrapped around. So it's like, I'd say for 15 seconds, I'm like trying to get the cord out. And it worked because it was a physical bit. And I yeah, didn't yeah. mean for it to be. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, let's get started. And then they're like, they thought that was funny. Yeah. And then. And those moments are, they naturally get a laugh, I think, because it just builds tension. Yeah. And especially how you deal with it. If you dealt with it in a fun way, then most likely you'll get a laugh. Yeah. It's like, this is silly, right? Yeah. It's, it's like, okay, they like, say the best thing. And then it's like, and then I couldn't get it the second time. And I was like, oh my God. And it's like, all right, now we're here. <laughs> and it worked. And, uh, you know, by the time I got the light, like when I got the light, I was like, oh, I could just finish right here. Isn't that a great feeling? Yeah. I was like, oh, I got the light right now. I can see the finish line. I was like, I, I have like. I wrote so many backup jokes in case I couldn't fill time. And then I like, I stretched my five minute mic set into nine minutes. That's great. Because like That's I awesome. paused for laughter yeah. and I, and I walked around and maybe I asked the audience this question. Or yeah, that yeah, question. yeah. You connected. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like the light got shown me. I was like, Oh, well this is a good place to finish. Dun, 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 dun. 
I'm Franklin like Miller. You, have a good night. It's like you being there and present is the show, and like the seasoning is your bits. Mm-hmm. That's like that's how I feel about it. Like when you're having like really like a good time and you're like really present with like your set and like the audience and stuff. Like um, it's almost like effortless. Like it's as if like uh, the jokes just like kind of come naturally. Yeah. You're like oh yeah, at this moment this is the bit yeah. for this moment. Yeah. And it's also again like it's not like you know like it kind of a like when comedians like, like I guess there's no transitions for me tonight. It's like what are you doing on stage? Like we're not looking again for like clear transitions. Yeah. It's like yeah. no, just get to the laugh, dude. Like laughs first. Yeah, laughs first. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Like being up here has just been such like a positive reinforcement experience for me. Like. They say like when you first move up here, you find out quickly if the city is for you or it's not. And I was used to be a very anxious person with therapy and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I avoided medication. I just didn't want to get into it. Yeah, understandable, man. And uh, I have my own thoughts about that. And that, well, I would like to get to that. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, it's like I come up here and like no panic attacks. Like I'm getting to do. Stand-up. Whoa, that's pretty cool. I'm getting man. to do stand up every night. It's like. Oh my gosh! Like money's money's money. We'll worry about money another time, dude. It comes and goes. It's so crazy. Yeah, uh, money. There'll be times where it's like, oh shit, I'm really scraping here, and then yeah. all of a sudden you're like, what? I have thousands of dollars in my account. <laughs> I'm like, great. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we we can get into stocks here in a minute too. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm curious about what your thoughts are on like the medication and everything. Oh yeah, man. I feel like, of course, like I'm not against medication to a point, but I think with now that like uh, mental health is now not as like uh, taboo, taboo, and we're like talking about it more freely, it entices the the want to have the medication mm-hmm. instead of the want to like face yourself and like yeah. find out your own pattern and yeah. your own moods and emotion. Because like, dude, sometimes I'm fucking depressed, and it's just that's fine. Like I'll lie down for like yeah. however long I need to lie down. Yeah, maybe my soul is tired. I, I think wow. of it like that, like. Because there's so much happening, especially if like you're a sensitive person, and then you you happen to glance at the news, nothing in the world oh, is like really going right. No, but the, there's still so much beauty at the same time. So it's like, but it does get heavy knowing this. Yeah, and yeah, it's understandable it's so if you weird. feel depressed. Like there's so much stimuli going on, and especially with social media. I mean, I I already spend I feel too much time on it. I'm yeah. only spending about like three hours a week. Wow, that was that's like my average. That like my uh, my phone. I have to set like, limits on all of them. I get like <laughs> like three hours a day. No, I was, I was there for sure. I was like definitely using social media at one point, like a lot. Yeah. Um. And it, but it just keeps you in a comparative state of mind. Comparison, and is you the can't thief of help joy. but to feel Absolutely. bad when something is experience when some person is experiencing a better time, especially when you consider the time that you're having now not to be as good of a time. And so, like, so all those things combined, like, just puts you in a depressed state. And it's like, by taking the medication, it makes it keeps you, it keeps you further away from yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's just how I feel about it. And like, not everyone is in an extreme state of psychosis that like, they all need the medication. It's like, come on, you guys. Like, it can't be like, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, and then like you, like people, there's a post I saw and it's like, uh, this woman was saying like, uh. Uh, I feel so much better now. I, I was finally diagnosed with a with like a thing, this condition or something. I'm like, you you know, you don't realize how crazy that sounds. You needed to be diagnosed from another stranger. A word, a word. for you to feel less crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. what? Yeah. 
That sounds just as crazy as me saying whatever the fuck I'm saying of like, why don't you just get acquainted with yourself? Like, yeah. don't be scared if you feel a little sad sometimes. Like, it happens. You can't always be like, like happy. Or you were, you were, you had some really cool like uh, specification between like joy and happiness. Yeah. Because I, I feel I'm like like happiness is like a moment or like happiness. Happiness is the moment. And joy is something fulfilling. That's like you. Yes. Yeah. 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 Joy. And then like I feel like joy is like the the, Social the lighter happiness. side of like content. It's like a healthy content is like joy. Like, when, you, when you post something on social media and it does well, that's happiness. Yeah, yeah, and it's a moment. And that's the thing. Fleeting. And so like if we're all pursuing happiness, we're just now looking for the next moment to feel the same way that we felt before. And if you always feel happy, obviously you're still going to like yes. reach a depression because too much of anything is just going to make you feel – Too like much of anything is a bad thing, man. You can, so, you can overdose on vitamin C pills. You yeah, know? no, truly. And, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. And that's all social media is. And like I lived by a beach for a while. Wow. And uh, after like a month, I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> <You know>? like, <laughs> but then you do a picture of me on a beach and you're like, wow, I want to be on that beach. It's oh, like, yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah, you do for like a little bit, though. Because yeah. <laughs> like, after a while, you're like. Uh, the beach, the sand, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. What am I doing? It's like, like both. So it's like, nobody wants to be the your happiness that... becomes your, your punishment sort of, or like your ah, torture, you know? Like, yes, I do. It's like, uh, nobody wants to be the guy that owns the boat. You just want to be the guy that shows up on a boat. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, man, there was so much there. I wish I like could have digested all of it. I know we have to oh, keep yeah, the show moving, yeah, yeah, man. man, that was such good stuff. Uh, okay. So looking inward, that was one thing that really stuck out to me. Um, I first met you. We hung out. Went. I don't. You got barbecue with us, right? We went to Mighty Quinn with uh, Leo and Adam. Oh yeah, I you? just. I, I yeah, that was me, and I just walked with you guys yeah. to the place. That, so that's I, the first time I ever met you. Yeah, and you know. Oh yeah, that was yeah you, yeah. I remember that walk. You just said like these things like that where you're like, I said I'm not a drug guy, and you're like, oh maybe you should look inward more, and I'm like, and I'm like, <laughs> you're right. I was like, well, you didn't know the way I think, but yeah, I, yeah, I look yeah. inward all the time. Like, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah, it is. yeah. No, I was like, like, also, I was like, I was right. like partially doing a bit. Yeah. Like, no, because like my... they made it seem like it was like a drug thing. And yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, nah, man, you got to look inward. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. Oh, uh, so, so that's really great to check in with yourself. Mm. Um, and we, we, you know, that 13 truths, this stuff where McConaughey talks about the five pillars and that's all that, all that is, is just like looking into the reflection every day and just like taking account. Do I have this? I have this, I have this, I have this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, man. That's like a good exercise to then, because eventually, like, because I started doing that on my own of, like, just being grateful for what I have. Yes. But then it's so cool because, like, once you, like, exercise that ability to do that, you naturally, like, become grateful of things. And that's where the moments of, like, I really... It's called the reciprocity. It's called the reciprocity of gratitude. It's a thing. Whoa, it's a thing? It's a thing. Oh, dude, now I'm getting fucking goosebumps. The reciprocity reciprocity of gratitude, it's like, you know, I'm grateful. Like, I had to work on that a lot because I used to be really negative. And I thought I was grateful, but then I started doing the things. There's a shallow gratefulness. Like, no, but I am being grateful, but still everything sucks. It's It's like, like, no, you're actually not connecting. I don't have cancer. I'm so grateful. And it's like, no. No, it's like you're, you're saying it with such an angry tone. I don't have I'm cancer. so grateful. <laughs> and then like now it's like for me in, in gratitude, it's like I'm even grateful for when it rains. I'm grateful when bad Dude, things when bad when, things happen. Oh my god, man, when when that starts happening. Yeah. yeah. Like I did a set once and I, I, I like I did so well and I went home so feeling so depressed on the train and I was like, I don't 
that makes no sense. And I, I, when I was thinking about that, I just started laughing to myself. I'm like, this is too funny. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? Like one of the best things to yes. happen that we kind of like look for in yeah. an experience of doing standup just happened. And yet I feel so sad. Like, dude, that's actually quite fun. It's and then funny. Like, I, I, it it's got me funny. to like kind of invert that feeling into like, yeah, I mean, I still, then, then like it starts like, it's as if the, the storm cloud is like yeah. drifting away. It's yeah. like, it gets lighter. It starts getting lighter in, in your, in your soul. Like it's, pretty I got cool. loosely stood up. Um, by a girl. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it's, it's pretty. I got loosely stood up by a girl, and I was like, "Well, I'm not getting that money back, but I'm still going to the Mets game by myself." And I had a great time. That's also cool too that you didn't dwell on that. What could have been something that you dwelled on, like yeah. it's because I'm a piece of shit. No, no one likes me. It's I was like, like, okay, dude, I, I used to be like in that state of mind, and it's so crazy. It just made you, you just end up making everything sad, and everything is already sad enough. Yes, but like. And, and you can find so many things that are actually like really cool about your yeah. life. So the fact that you were like, all right, well, I, I'm still going to go to this Met game. I literally, and then you, I'll show you the video after I have it on my phone. <laughs> like I was going to like, and then I realized how dumb it would be to post something like that. Cause like those TikToks always blow up. Like people are like, Oh, I have nobody to go to the game with me or something like that. And I, uh, I, and I was like, I'm not doing that. Dude, and was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, I, but I took a video of myself and sent it to my buddy and I was like, and I'm just dying laughing. I was like, whatever. Like, I guess I'm going by myself. Like, it's fun. So but then funny. it's fun. You, it's like you took yourself out on a date. Yeah. Yeah. Paid $30. Did you get a hot dog? Or like, I don't yeah. know, what do you like to do? Yeah. In a, in a well, okay. So. Did you get a beer and a hot dog? Yeah. So I'm like, a, I used to be a pro baseball scout. Did I tell you that? Oh, yeah. I think you've mentioned yeah. it on stage. So, I, I, man, yeah. it's not important. It's bad. It's bad act. Um, so, <laughs> so um, have you ever seen those old people with like the score books and they're like keeping stats of the game that's going on? I sit there and do that, but I do Whoa. it. I do it to like an extreme degree, but not in, like a jerk way. Like I can still sit there and have a Corona and like talk to people around me and be like, oh, that was a cutter. That was a slider. Oh, that's Whoa. a curveball. That's so you're a- like that with like uh, baseball. Yeah. That's I, crazy. Yeah. I can really break it down. Wow. Man. Oh fun. man. I'd like to go to the game with you. But I don't, I, mean, do, I, don't, I, don't, I don't do it in a way that's like, no, you need to know this. So they messed this up. They'd be like, like I'd be like, so they did that. It's kind of cool. Like, you know, yeah. like if, if somebody doesn't like baseball, that's fine. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like that matters to you. That's fine. Like, Well, it's good to have things that matter to you, but it's also good to ha- be like, you know, just experience stuff. Like, even if you don't like baseball at all. Oh like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like to hear your, like, uh, yeah. the way you see baseball yeah. would be really fun. I I'm think. not a painter. I'm not a designer. I'm fascinated with hearing those people speak. Yeah. You know, I'm not a chef. I'm not a chef. Anthony Bourdain could say, could have, may he rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, rest in peace. Say, say, he could have talked my ear off about about cooking. But that's so cool, too, because by having that sort of interest in other things. Mm -hmm. um, And I love music. I love musicians. I love musicians, too. But what's cool about doing that, I feel like what I've noticed for myself is you start to see the crossover with the things that you do love. Mm Mm-hmm. And like what they're saying of how they love their thing. Yeah. And you're like, oh man, there's like. It's just the passion. You just yeah, appreciate dude. the passion for something. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing I was holding on to at the beginning of the show today, I found out. So I'm on 94th Street. Bourdain used to live on 94th Street. That's cool. And I, and I, and I walk by his apartment all the time to go to Central Park. Yeah. I may have taken a picture of the building today and sent it to my friend. But that's that's just a for me thing yeah. and like and like <laughs> yeah. it wasn't like creepy i'm not like in the building like anthony bourdain he lived and died in here it's like not nah. that's like but you you know you you gave it some light for a second you, that you was like, like this yeah, is really you cool fanboyed out oh, I fanboyed yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure no li- dude understand i literally go to sleep every night on youtube they put a lot of the old um bourdain episodes on youtube 
no not no reservation par- parts unknown or? not not parts unknowns i think it's no reservation no reservation yeah. oh yeah man it's not that's part of why i wanted to move to uh that's why i did move to portland oregon like because wow. uh, he did an episode there and like uh he like covered a lot of like the food carts and stuff i'm like that's a fun i prefer no reservations tony to parts on to, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or to uh shoot i got that backwards i prefer parts unknown tony to no reservations tony oh really okay. and it's just because that's the one i was introduced to oh yeah understandable so yeah yeah, yeah. had to i haven't watched enough of the other for me to he did an episode the thing about him and i'm trying to steal this thought process from him because it always seemed like he he had the perfect balance of being able to make cunning clever almost snide remarks about things but somehow keep it positive and he yeah like, yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He he's like i'll never it. try that food again and it's like i mean he really he's saying like this but here is the with the people like this is how they influence like uh patterns and designs used all over the world you're like oh yeah all right cool yeah like, he ties it up really well all the time he did an episode of west virginia uh um no reservation or uh, parts of no god dog it keep getting that backwards and it was just so refreshing to see somebody who's an outsider because west virginia is a very unique state and he came in there and he just treated everybody the same and he showed appreciation he showed gratitude and he didn't turn his nose up at whatever stupid meal people are giving him you can like and i've never really been a food person like i i honestly used to have an eating disorder i was afraid of it that's why i'm so thin yeah yeah but um like i just like you can learn so much about somebody by sharing a meal with them Oh, yeah. Even from the way they treat the server. Yeah, the way they treat the server, how they eat, what they choose to eat first. Like, uh, yeah. It's all that stuff, man. Do you have uh, – so I'm very curious because you said you're a big music guy. I'm a big music guy. And they always say comics want to be musicians and musicians want to be comics. That's what they say. Do you have anybody that you really admired as a musician? I liked a lot of electronica. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this, like, drum and bass guy that I listened to when I was a kid. Like, in middle school, I was introduced to him. Uh, Goldie. Don't know Goldie. But it's like drum and bass stuff, so it's like really fast, like percussion. Oh, word. Like heavy bass, like, uh, with like some, like, uh, ska, like samples. Ska? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You were a ska guy. That's interesting. No, no, no. Just ska samples. Like, uh, come select, uh, and then. Oh, you're talking about, you're talking about like, so ska. I mean, I do, I do like ska, but. But like like original ska, which originated from like, in like Jamaican reggae music. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big music guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, most people think ska. They're like old '90s college band. No, oh, no, 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 no. It's what? like it's like old reggae stuff. That's yeah, where it comes man. from. Yeah. yeah, that's where it comes from. Oh my god, when people say that, it's just they're like, oh, I like missing re- out. They're on, like, I like, like really big fish. It's like, that's you're wrong. missing out on like the source material or the, the warmth comes from the like, source material. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I have three. I'm a big big Springsteen guy and a big, you know, uh, Grateful Dead guy. But I have three Johns in my life that it's like, I always listen to the records. I like play along with them. John Cougar Mellencamp, John Mayer, and John Fogarty from Creedence Clearwater Revival. Those three Johns in my life are like, you can can honestly like map out certain parts of like my makeup, whether it be thought process, whether it be emotional feel or even – uh, 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 the clothes that I wear, and it's like you can find you'd be like, Oh, that's from that, that's from that, that's from that. Oh, uh, cool, that. cool. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just listened to so much music. Like, I listened to like Bossa Nova when I was a kid, nice. and like jazz. And so, I, I love like uh, Antonio Carlos Jobim. Mm-hmm. That's like something that I like still listen to today. But then, I, I yeah, 
I, I uh, listen. Oh, well, I mean, contemporary. I, I really love the work of uh, Sam. I am. See, you're that, saying all these people that I don't even know. I don't even yeah. know what Sam. I am is. Oh man, Sam. I am. That does, just shows like, how much really... of a real music guy you are, though. Yeah, right. right yeah. It's like when it's like when people ask like who some of my comedic inspirations are or who some comics are that I admire now, and I start naming names, they're like, I don't think I know that person. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, love when that happens. Who are some of your comedic inspirations? Oh man, uh, Marx Brothers, Peter Sellers, ah. uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, uh, almost. I, I found something fun in almost every season, so it's like it's not even like, oh, like what years of SNL? It's mm-hmm. like no, I just love the concept of the show, and I love people like, talk about SNL like they talk about Grateful Dead songs. <laughs> <laughs> like oh no, oh one, so much better than. 14. If you ever watch a full SNL show, there's only really like three bits that maybe work. And then there's like, at best, your your best bet is Weekend Update. I, yeah, Weekend Update is consistent. It's That's, consistent, yeah. right? That's the most consistent thing about the show. Yes. Outside of that, like maybe three but sketches. But I think they like, even work. know that. Yeah, yeah. They... But dude, come on. It's a, a, you have a week and not... to come up with a television program. Are you kidding me? And then like you have these like... These people are like so snobby about it. And like the people that recognize the things from like the past, they're only talking about those particular clips. If you watch that whole episode, the whole episode is not great. No. (laughs) Like there's that one outstanding like sketch or moment in the sketch. It's funny you say a week because in my theory now, and I don't know anybody that works with the show, uh, you you probably do, but uh, I don't even think it's a week anymore. I think it's less time. Yeah, dude, I think it's like four days because or something. Of, because of how fast, not even necessarily the way they schedule things, but because of how fast the world travels now. Because oh, everybody, that too. everybody on social media is a comic. And so uh, a joke or something might arise on a Tuesday. It's ran into the ground by Friday. Yeah, And then dude. SNL does something with it on Saturday. And everybody's like, oh, we, we're already over this basketball meme. Yeah. It's like. It's so much work. and I, But I, I love, that's why I love the concept of the show. Yeah. I think it's like. And the fact that it's lasted so long, who cares if you don't like the new seasons? Yeah. Like, all the seasons were shitty. <laughs> like, what, what are you what talking are about? What are you going to put on TV at 11.30 at night? Exa- on a Saturday. Like, What are you dude, putting on TV? On. Yeah. Like, there's no... You can't put another program in And then every there. person that talks shit about SNL always says, but yeah, yeah, if I got a, like a writing job, like that'd be like pretty... Like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> like, SNL is dope. That's why you're saying that. Like... Because it's, and yes, it's I don't watch it's prestigious. I don't watch it like religiously anymore. Right. right. I still love that it exists. I yeah. love that it's still happening. And yeah. yeah, I'd fucking love like a chance to like work at it if I ever got a chance. And, but then also like um I think you're on your way, man. I love your stuff. Oh, thank you very much. But dude, like just last week I was watching the David S. Pumpkins bit. I love the David S. Pumpkins it's bit. It's so goddamn funny, man. Like me and I were just laughing so fucking hard. And I have and I've already put these rituals into my life where every Halloween I watch the cartoon David Pumpkin special and I plan on passing that down to my children. Yeah, dude. Where we're going to get together <laughs> yeah, and watch dude. the really poorly made SNL uh, cartoon David yeah. Pumpkin special. I do that. I set aside time. I'm sure you're a ritualistic person as well, but I set aside time in my life on Halloween to watch on my computer this 30-minute long animated short that maybe makes me chuckle a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like it's like watching the Christmas movies. Yeah. You just do it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like doing uh, – I did this for a few years in a row, but I, uh, I like watching The Shining. It just it sets such a tone. 
<laughs> I mean, it's so funny. You're like, you know, the movie that really touched me the most was like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yeah. When that when that came out, and you know, there's such a that's a ritual I'm gonna pass down. <laughs> I did hear something that like in the end when he's like swinging that you've seen it, I presume when he's swinging that chainsaw, it's like there is like some sort of metaphor there or something like that. Somebody it, it, said wait, it, in the uh, in in the Texas Chainsaw. Somebody said oh was, the Texas Chainsaw. I was like wait. Somebody said it was like a a, a, a gay metaphor. Let me see this. You keep talking while I'm oh, typing. Like, it's like he, is that like, a like he's coming? Or no, he's like coming. That's funny. He's coming out like they. they yeah, right, it's funny. He, he's they like hide him in like this closet because he's like uh, an abomination already. already uh, the, and so and he comes the out. Symbolism of the, begins when he comes out of the closet and he's dancing in the sunlight with the chainsaw. They, I don't know. I I swear this is something I heard. Uh, I just typed in text chainsaw masker gay. I don't know what's gonna pop up. Um, they tell me they're gay. <laughs> uh metaphor da, 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 da. okay this is great this is great uh banter here no nah. no okay i think that's just a dream i had one time okay. <laughs> uh, or maybe you saw the symbolism it's like oh wow well i did have to take a couple but i mean like if, take... if the character starts in the closet already that's like already there yeah it's already there i had to take pretentious film classes in college and you had to write these like when i was in college i was a big movie guy and a big stand-up guy just because I was depressed and I just watched Netflix all day. Yeah. And so I thought I would, uh, I could work in movies and see things differently. And I was like, why would anybody want to be make a film? Like, I couldn't I couldn't do that. I could not do that. Too much work. It's a lot of work. Too much Oh, my work. God, dude. Stand-up's so- already hard enough. I don't want to focus on the movie stuff. Focus on one thing for now. Yeah. That's, Life's, well, they say, uh, life is hard. Focus on getting really good at one thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. No, truly, dude. Because, like, because I want to make a movie for sure. Yeah. I have like a few like uh, that's awesome man. drafts of like things, and uh, but I know how much work that's going to be, dude. I just I, I like I filmed I helped out a, a buddy film his like pilot. I just like filled in and I had like two pages of dialogue I had to like read. Yeah, and then um, we were on set all day, twelve hours. Dude, that was intense. It's, it's a, so intense it because, is like, a work not day. only do you, you as the actor have to memorize your lines and also like be able to act yes. at, accordingly to what the character is, um, but you have the sound guys. Everybody have there. the lighting people, Everybody's and they're there. all keep in mind of like continuity. Like, we have to do this take again because uh, someone spoke over the microphone. Yep. Like, all these things, it just delays. Dude, like everyone's acting on the movie set because everyone's acting like they have enough patience for all this. And everyone's like, all right, let's do it again. <laughs> like you just see that they're fucking over it, dude. And it's like if you fuck up your lines, like, all right, no problem. Like just do it again. And it's like, oh, my God, dude. Dang. Uh, it was so intimidating, but it was a lot of fun. But it's so much work, dude, on every. And that's why now I understand like why actors will like burst out and like yell at people. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like why a sports get, team. It's yeah, a sports like a director team. is yeah. like hard to work with because they have so much they have to manage. Yep. And uh, like, don't forget to be a nice person. It's like, unfortunately, I'm at my fucking wit's end. <laughs> I, just, I just can't do that right now. I find myself not setting myself in scenes, but I do find myself like walking around the city or seeing something like, and then I'm really big on like music and movies. Like on like what would match up well? What oh really, man, I love that. What sets the mood here? Yeah. And so it's like something comes on as I'm, you know, walk around. I'm like, oh my gosh, with this and this oh, and my, here, yeah. this is juxtaposition. Good. Yeah. But that's also that that is like uh you know, part of the creative mind is like yeah. 
the, the juxtaposition of things, like finding two things that are unlikely that you'd think of to be together, to be together, and then like seeing that they work and stuff. Like that's just all the experiment is, man. Absolutely, like the and we're I, doing that with individual words. <laughs> yes. You know, like, yes, I like uh, like it's so funny. Um, I'm sitting on the subway in the city, and like I'm and this you know old country western cowboy song comes on. And it's like, you know, this like lone ranger out there by himself. Cool. And it's like, it's like you know the song. No, I don't okay, remember. Yeah, yeah. It was just on like Western shuffle. Cool. Like cool. I have, cause I'm weird and I listen to old cowboy tunes. No, but so uh, I. dude, Aaron Copeland. Oh my God. And then, Copeland, uh, Copeland. and then, uh, it's just like, I see like this guy, you know, on the subway and I'm like, this guy is like a lone ranger. He's by himself on the subway. It's the duality of concrete cowboy like my show that i'm working yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the rebranding so. oh that's cool like that that motif entered your mind yeah of like, oh, i do I'm like doing. and then it's like i'll get some like maybe some like purple neon writing like concrete cowboy to make it like really stand out yeah or yeah, yeah. Like that. i don't know oh, it's fun that's why that's what that's, that's my initial thought yeah, yeah. And everybody seems to like that name uh we've been going an hour here do you have any uh closing thoughts that you you know any ideas that you want to get out there or anything um in particular that you would like to chat about Oh, just keep experimenting, have fun, and uh, uh, yeah, do, do you. Do, do you. Do yourself. Do just yourself. go fuck yourself. Go, <laughs> America. All right. Hey, thank you very much. Remember to follow Adam. Where? Oh, Adam Christopher. Adam Christopher. He's been a great guest. He's really funny. This is so much fun. This is really fun. Thank you very much for stopping by. I really appreciate it. I consider you a genuine friend. And uh, I can't wait to see what's in store for you, man. Sky's the limit. So, Keep uh, listening, watching, all that stuff. Get ready for the Concrete Cowboy podcast whenever I get the designers and then in all of an order. Okay, uh, like and subscribe, all that stuff. And keep taking care of yourselves. I will see you when I see you. Have a great day. See ya.